May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Boy, what a lesson, huh? I hope that Pastor Steve is really enjoying his vacation. (laughs) In fact, at this point, I hope he hasn't turned on the news this week. But I bet he has. How can one relax with all the rabble going on? With all of the tug and push of politics that we're all much more involved in, I think, than, I I don't know about you. Has anybody here not turned on the news this week and listened to anything that was going on? Good for you. <laughs> I, I mean, I get bits and pieces from other places. But I yeah, I walked into the store, and a woman who usually is right there was listening to the news. Um, it's really hard to put it away at times. And I hope that Pastor Steve can enjoy his vacation time, even though the news is what it is. And then we have this lesson today. It doesn't calm my heart. I don't know about yours. But I think we're looking at it in a way that we hear it with the burning hell story and the throwing parts of our bodies away and things like that as just something we can't even listen to especially this week, anymore. And we can say, yeah, there were a lot of people in Jesus' day who had no arms and um, had lost eyes and different things like that that uh, went around lame that we don't deal with in our world anymore. We can say that Thanks to safety and the standards that we have, we don't have to live in a world like Jesus had. And so how would it affect someone in that day and age to think about this lesson? I think Jesus is pretty wound up himself in this lesson. He makes three points right away. Um, stating that you should not turn anyone away who is doing a good deed in my name. And I think he's, um, well, I know that right now he's on his way to Jerusalem in our context. And he's been trying to get these disciples to go along with him, and the teaching Just teaching them to go along has been really hard, has been really difficult, and it doesn't seem to be getting any easier. He's tearing out his hair, and so is Moses in this lesson that we have this morning. They're both really frustrated about what? About the fact that 
Well, first of all, the first part of this lesson, um, the, the gospel lesson, about the fact that um, somebody is trying to do good things in Jesus' name, but they're not following us. Whoa. That kind of hits hard to me because a lot of the time I look over at other churches and at other things that people say in the name of Jesus. And it hits me hard because I look at the mistakes they make. I look at the things that they do wrongly instead of looking at their hearts instead of seeing that they're following Jesus Christ, that they're all our brothers and sisters, whether we agree with them or not. Jesus goes on to say, if anyone gives you a drink in the name of Jesus Christ, because you're my follower, Those are the people we know are on our side. Those are the people that are blessed as we are. Somehow this gets lost, though. And the other thing that I think gets lost is, remember last week? This lesson is broken right in half from the one last week. We ended with Jesus talking about a small child. We ended with Jesus actually holding that child in his arms. It doesn't say that Jesus put the child down. In fact, it doesn't ever say that Jesus put the child down. I hope he gave the child back to his parents. (laughs) But the reality of it is that he starts talking about if anyone does anything to harm one of these little ones, then they should try to maim themselves or, or take out their eyes because otherwise they're going to be thrown into hell. He might be holding the child still as he says that. And even though the news this week has been really crazy, I have to go back to thinking about the Catholic Church and what's been going on there. And the harm it does to Jesus' words in the gospel. I'm not pointing at the Catholics as bad. I'm pointing at some actors as bad, as there are bad actors everywhere we go. I'm pointing at the fact that this power thing that goes on in our society is tearing us apart. It's tearing us apart in so many ways. I mean, you hear about the Catholic Church and you say that's terrible and 
this shouldn't be happening, and it is. I mean, I'm not for any of those things that have gone on, as you probably know, but the bottom line is how many other Catholics are out there trying their hardest to follow Jesus? How many leaders in the Catholic Church are out there trying their hardest to follow Jesus? And how many people in this world don't even consider that as something very important today? How many people in our nation don't even consider the following of Jesus, the trying to understand these Gospels that come to us from years ago in a different language than we're used to, in a different culture than we're used to? How do we follow Jesus today? How do we stand up and love our brothers and sisters even when we don't agree with them? And how do we see this power struggle that goes on, especially in Washington this week, but pretty much everywhere we look? How do we see power as something that just overtakes people in the church, outside of the church, in our other institutions, and outside? I don't have answers. I wish I did. These lessons I know are things that people have heard over the years so many times that I think a lot of us don't really think about them very much because we don't really want to hear this. We don't really want to hear this on a day when we come to church to maybe find some peace. Take a breath. Get our Sabbath vacation the one day of vacation that we might have this week. I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ is the Lord of your life. If Jesus Christ is the Lord of your life, you have nothing to fear. And if you look around you, you have so many blessings we are blessed more than anyone else, probably at any time in place. So, on this day when things are difficult and we need to make choices, and when maybe we need to speak up, we also come together to love and worship a God who cares for us no matter what. If I die tomorrow, I will be in a good place. And I pray that each one of you will be too, and I believe that you will. I believe strongly that you will. And I feel that somehow we lose track of that in our power struggles. The disciples are concerned about this guy following 
along and not following with us. But he used Jesus' name, so he's following Jesus. It's a power issue. The man that runs up to Moses and says, Oh my gosh, there's somebody over there prophesying. The dad brothers, me dad and E dad, L dad, <laughs> they're out there prophesying. And what are the answers? If he's not against us, he's for us. If he's prophesying in the name of God, he's with us. If he's loving and giving a cup of water, as we're all called to do, he is with us. May you be blessed in knowing that Jesus Christ is, is the most important thing in your life. And that you will be strengthened this week in knowing that. In Jesus' name, amen.